Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. With 30 minutes away from NBA action tipping off a bit earlier than you're used to uh, expecting as the Raptors and Celtics will play their game two. And then after that, it's game seven between the Jazz and Nuggets. Uh, Coming up in about 20 minutes or so, we'll talk some more college football because it has been an absolutely crazy day when it comes to the Big Ten. The day including Commissioner Kevin Warren speaking with President Trump on trying to get a Big Ten season uh, going 
possibly, according to one report from Dan Patrick, October 10th. But you may have heard in Brian Fenley's news update. And if you missed it, uh, Bill Moose, the athletic director at Nebraska, telling the Lincoln Journal Star that uh, that has not been talked about. Uh, so much to get to. NFL season is a little over a week away. And that's where I want to start with this, George, is there are rankings that come out on sites and networks put out. And there are two things that you can guarantee with rankings. Number one, no one will ever agree with them. They're like that, that is never going to happen. And then they're usually put out to stir up that conversation, to get people talking, to pe- get people uh, to go to your site, to be used as clickbait. Uh, maybe they hooked me in today. But we were talking with Frank Schwab last hour of Yahoo Sports. Is Frank ranked the quarterbacks uh, entering the 2020 season in the National Football League? And ESPN pulled uh, 46 people within their organization on who they felt that the top 10 players were in the National Football League, not just quarterbacks, but players. And eight of the top 10 were offensive players, all of which uh, have the ball in their hands at some point, whether it be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end, and you had two defenders on this list. I want to run down this list uh, to you, George, and see if you have any problem. Just give me like a yes or no or an eh when I, when I give you what they had ranked in their top ten. Is that fair enough? Absolutely. Okay, so number one, they had Patrick Mahomes. Are you good with that? Of course. Okay, Aaron Donald was number two. Very reasonable. Lamar Jackson was third. Uh, slow down a little bit. All right. Russell Wilson was fourth. Uh, I would have put him above Lamar Jackson. Okay. Michael Thomas of the Saints was fifth. Ugh. That's all okay, you have go. to say. Uh, okay. Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers, sixth. All right. Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots, seventh. All DeAndre, right. DeAndre Hopkins of the Cardinals, eighth. Mm-hmm. George Kittle of the Niners, ninth, and Deshaun Watson of the Texans, tenth. That was that was the the rankings, a, a group rankings of the forty six ballots that they took of the top ten players in the National Football League. Uh, what was your, like a lot the, of offensive guys. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I thought too, and and I think that sometimes we get uh, to be in the the prisoner of the moment. But what what was the one that stood out the most to you? That was maybe eh, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, probably Cameron Jordan not being in the top ten. Mm, interesting. Like either either him or Khalil Mack, like you or Chandler Jones, like those guys should be in the in the top ten because they are high impact players and. Not only some of the best in the in the game right now, but potential Hall of Famers. Like you can't put a guy who is a high impact player now, and you know, it, uh, ahead of a guy who is on pace to be a Hall of Famer. But it it's easy, I, I think, when you get to talking about you know best players and all of that. Like it's tough for people to always point out the the defenders or the offensive linemen, because sometimes the offensive linemen are the best players in the entire league or, or so, or yeah. some of them it, it, their, their position just doesn't have necessarily the highest impact, if you will, or the most glamorous. It, it kind of translates over into the MVP conversation where you would have to have a defensive player have one of the the greatest seasons in NFL history to even get consideration, let alone win it like Lawrence Taylor did. Mm-hmm. And 
it's a award that wide receivers have a tough time winning, but quarterbacks and running backs are going to be the people who are pointed at to the most, especially the running back. I'm sorry, especially the quarterbacks. Well, I, and, and I also think, and this is why these things are, are put out there that if you had, if, if you had a list that included six offensive linemen, nobody's clicking on it. Nobody is arguing. Nobody can, you know, nobody can break down on yeah. who's the better right tackle. You know, is every, who's better yeah, than Mitchell Quentin, Schwartz? Quentin Nelson. Yeah, who's yeah. better than Mitchell Schwartz and Quentin Nelson? Yeah, like, like uh, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's very, very tough, and it's not going to get the clicks. And plus, there's the, the fantasy football element to all of this. I looked at the list, and I, I had a top three, and my three was made up of three of the four guys in the top four that they had. But I put Russell Wilson at three. I put Patrick Mahomes at two. And I did put Aaron Donald at one because I just I look at Aaron Donald and you talk about it. And and to branch off of what you said, and it'll get back to Aaron Donald in a second. When we talk about building NFL franchises, we usually talk about three positions, quarterback, tackle, and pass rusher, defensive end, outside linebacker, however you want to look at it. But when we talk about defining your team and having the most important positions on a team, those are usually the positions. Those seem to be the highest paid positions that we have in the National Football League. And to have two out of those three positions not represented on the list uh, – outside of Aaron Donald is very surprising. But I just think that Donald is so disruptive and just impacts the game so much more in what could be, George, termed much more limited opportunities than Patrick Mahomes has because Mahomes has the ball in his hands on every single snap. But Donald still creates so much chaos, whether it be rushing the quarterback, uh, stopping the run. He, to me, is just the the – thing in the NFL that we have not seen from that position in being so dominant. I put Donald at one and I put Russell Wilson above Lamar Jackson because I do think that Russell Wilson's uh, Super Bowl does come into play a little bit uh, even though it was early on in his career in his second year but you just look at the at what Russell Wilson has been able to do lately in his career, uh, even just compared to with what Lamar Jackson has done. And I know Russell hasn't gotten any MVP votes, but I just don't know how you would go with no matter how dynamic Lamar Jackson's MVP season was. Russ has got playoff wins. Russ has got a Super Bowl. And that's why I put him ahead of Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson is is a better overall quarterback than Lamar Jackson is. L- Lamar Jackson is still growing as a passer. And if you're going to play quarterback in the National Football League for a long time, you have to be able to, quote unquote, pocket pass like that. That's what Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers all do, except for they do have the ability and escapability with their legs to extend plays, which is the thing that that the way of the old like uh, statue quarterback it that is the that is a dinosaur like Tom Brady and uh, Philip Rivers they are the last of the Mo- Mohicans in in that way and they are going to be like you're not going to see more quarterbacks come in that are like that if you can't move with the way that the edge rushers are becoming then you're not going to be able to play look at the Super Bowl you had, if Patrick Mahomes could not use his legs there is no chance that he would have been able to win that Super Bowl. 
So that's why in mine, I have Patrick Mahomes as the best player in the league because I, I the, the value of the position does matter. And, and, and I know that I just said that the defensive guys don't get as much, <laughs> much credit, but, but it's the, but yeah. that, and that, that's why I would have the defensive guys probably ahead of some of the wide, wide receivers, but the uh, court quarterbacks, especially when they are arguably the two best in the league, I got to go um, Patrick Mahomes one and then Russell Wilson two. And then I'm actually going to pull up a little bit of a of a shocker and not put Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald there. I'm going to come in with actually Stefan uh, Gilmore mm-hmm. because he was a defensive player of the year for a reason. And I think you have to take it season by by season. And he was the most dominant defender in the league last last year. So that's why he gets the number three spot. Yeah, I actually I, I made a top five and Gilmore was four on mine. Gilmore allowed one touchdown last year. That's it. Like in in the different in the different coverage schemes that he had, he allowed one touchdown. I did put Quentin Nelson uh, in that top ten of the Colts. Like we we kind of laughed at it at first, but I mean, may, yeah, maybe he's it's a dog. Yeah. So you you have to put those guys in there and give them credit. I just don't think that that is is the glitz and glamour of of what this rankings is for. And I think that the best way to maybe look at this is not who's the top player in the National Football League, but if you found out that your team was playing against that guy's team and that guy wasn't playing, how relieved are you? And I think that when if you were to play, face the Rams and you found out that Aaron Donald wasn't playing, you'd be like, whew. Or if you were like Green Bay last year and had to go to Kansas City and face the Chiefs and found out that Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing, you'd go, Okay, good. Or if you had to go to Seattle and face the Seahawks and all of a sudden Geno Smith's the one taking snaps, you're sighing a big sigh of relief in those cases. And I think it's the biggest sigh that would tell you on really who is the most valuable for that team. If you are if you are so happy that you don't have to play the other team and being a guy who who's followed the Seahawks for so long to not have to face Aaron Donald twice, you know, if that was the case, that would be absolutely magnificent. So that's why I just put Donald number one, but I think that could maybe be the best way we uh, we end up looking at this. Who could you afford or who would you love your team to miss if they uh, were able to be held out of a game? Because, man, if you got the Chiefs, you know, without Mahomes after he had that injury last year, how lucky were you? Yeah, but but Matt, Matt Moore did not play very bad. But then I guess that then that would lend itself to Doug Gottlieb's theory about Andy Reid being uh, well, building a dynasty and having one okay. being one of the all time great coaches. Okay, if you're Baltimore, and I know how dynamic uh, Lamar Jackson is, but if you're Baltimore and Lamar Jackson isn't playing in that game, I think you're having a pretty good sigh of oh. relief. Right. Yeah, yeah, dude, that is that could not be overstated how okay. big of a deal that that is, because he is the hardest player to stop in the NFL right now because he's the most dynamic player, probably with the ball in in his hands, because when you add the ability that he can throw it, which makes the pump fake just just such a a, a weapon. 
And then the um, and then the thing that actually makes playing defense difficult on a running quarterback is that when the quarterback is a stationary guy, the defense has a plus one advantage. You're essentially playing 11 players versus 10 players. And you can do different things. And so you can keep a safety over the top. You can, but when the quarterback has to be accounted for and spied at all times, it gives you one-on-one matchups on the wide, wide receiver positions, opens up way more big, big plays. And if you try to play, uh, you know, a deep safe coverage on third long, he can run it for a first down. He's just the most dangerous man in football right now. And, and maybe I'm looking at it most valuable-wise, but I still think that the Ravens could maybe get a win with RG3 at quarterback and running that football. I don't know if the Seahawks would be beating anybody if Geno Smith was under center. And I know Matt Moore may have done fine, but you're really happy if you miss Mahomes. Like you, yeah. you, you're, you're really, really happy if you do that. As I said, if, I, if the Seahawks didn't have to play Aaron Donald twice a year, that would be magnificent as well. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Radio. We are sitting in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show today. As Doug was in earlier today for Colin Cowherd on The Herd. If you want to hear that or if you missed any of this show, just go to foxsportsradio.com. Click on podcast. Coming up next, it's been a crazy day in the Big Ten and in college football. Are we any closer to having Big Ten football this fall? We'll talk about it next year on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio as we are in for Doug today. Uh, what a crazy day. In the, it, it, it's a crazy day in the Big Ten with not much really happening outside of a phone call from the president to the conference commissioner. But it seems like we've been here, there, and everywhere. Reports uh, Dan Patrick saying maybe an October 10th start. Then we have uh, ADs shooting that down to try to sort all of this out. It's our good buddy. He's the publisher of collegefootballnews.com. Pete Futek joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Pete. Uh, crazy Tuesday. I, I'm not asking you to summarize all of this, but but what the heck kind of day do we have today with, with President Trump and Kevin Warren? What are your initial thoughts on this, this uh, seemingly political push to try to get football played in the fall? Oh, how about totally political push to make this happen? Look. It's this is I've kind of been saying this. I don't like talking politics when it comes to sports because you don't want to lose people in the conversation. But of of course, these are swing states, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you know, Michigan, Pennsylvania. You know, these are this is it. There's a there's a reason why this matters. And the just the uh, just the feeling of there not being football, you know, that goes that that hits. You know, that is a big thing. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to swing voters one way or another if you get Big Ten going or not, but it just kind of goes to the overall general feeling of the moment. And look, if, you know, if all of a sudden they decide to play again, yeah, that's that's something that you can pump up big time if you're, you know, President Trump. So uh, it's, obvi- it's obviously a political thing. It's not going anywhere. I mean, look, the, the Dan Patrick report mostly – seems like it comes from coaches. Remember when it comes to everything about the Big Ten, lots of coaches and even some athletic directors are yapping, and they're throwing things out there. They're saying, we could possibly do this. We can make this happen. We can make it. No, the presidents are the one that matters. They are the ones who are saying yay or nay on this. And as we found out, it was 11 to 3 no. And to get political again, who are the three no's? Red State Nebraska, Red State Iowa, Red State Ohio. And it just is a different tolerance level, different sorts of governors and 
well, risk tolerances. And it's really, unfortunately, going along political lines here. But the reality is it will be a shocker if we have Big Ten football this year, with the one caveat being if there's a breakthrough in very fast, rapid, easy testing and something flips over the next several weeks, which is what the SEC seems to be kind of waiting on, uh, then the Big Ten can pivot. Maybe there is a chance for that. But for now, nah, it's a whole lot of hoo-ha about the Big Ten, and I still don't think they're going to play until the fall of 2021. (laughs) Pete, so the other conference that's not playing right now is the Pac-12, and but there hasn't been obviously the same backlash, which people are saying, oh, well, the, nobody cares about the Pac-12. But I think that part of it is because the states are locked down, particularly California. So there's nothing that they could do any anyway. So do you think that this reflects poorly on the Pac-12 or it just is what it is for them at this point? Ohio State is an entirely different animal. And it's not you're not really hearing, you know, Minnesota parents going ballistic here. You're not seeing Wisconsin people going crazy. It's Ohio State and it was Nebraska at the beginning and they made the loudest noise. And but you're right, like, you know, it's it, the at least the Pac twelve had a coherent message. Whether you buy no matter what side you fall into all this, at least the Pac twelve is making a call. You know, because they're not allowing students back on campus, I believe Stanford and USC and the whole. I mean, at least they're kind of saying this is kind of our stance. And they came out with a very detailed guideline of why they're not playing football this year. And it came down to three things. One, it's a global pandemic. And what are we doing here? Second, they didn't think they could figure out the travel. And third, they didn't believe that they had the right testing that they could rely on. And it's like, okay, you know, you might agree or disagree, but at least you have have something out there. Had the Big Ten just done that, you would have had screaming and yelling. But, no, okay, there's your stance. The problem is they were so – the lack of transparency, especially in this day and age, all of a sudden makes people think, hmm, what's the Big Ten hiding? They're not hiding anything. They're a big billion-dollar company. It's probably going to lose $600 million plus this year. They're not happy about this. They just made a call, and it's backfiring on them in a PR sort of way. Pete Futak, publisher of College Football News, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, collegefootballnews.com. East George Reister, I'm Dan Beyer. So with I, I don't want to say taking politics out of this because it's 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 seemingly a part of it, as you said. It is a complete part of it today. But what does this have to say about the Pac-12 where no one seems to be up in arms or trying to get them back? Is it just the message? Or is it that we don't care? Could there be long-term effects of how we look at the Pac-12? But what about the Pac-12 standings uh, in everyone's eyes with them not playing this fall and not seemingly people not caring? Yeah, I don't think it's about the people not caring about the Pac-12. I just think people underestimate what a big freaking deal the Big Ten is. Look, the the SEC, of course, is the – you know, on the field, the best football conference. The Big Ten, from a business standpoint, from a reach standpoint, from an alumni standpoint, from a geographical standpoint, going from Lincoln, Nebraska, all the way out to New Jersey and College Park, Maryland. I mean, it is the biggest conference going. So you have, it's a humongous deal because of all the things that are involved with a conference that is this massive, gigantic corporation. The Pac-12, and the other thing about the Pac-12 is you kind of see this one coming from the start. They, from the start of this, you know, because it's such a California-centric conference, 
And because the, the league from the start was uh, kind of saying, yeah, we don't know if we're going to be able to do this, the, everyone was sort of prepared for it. Look, I, I can tell you from page views, Stanford equals death when it comes to trying to report on anything about the Cardinal or the Cal Bears. Uh, but USC, when it's humming, that's as big as it gets. Certainly, you know, I, you can anger or you rile up the Oregon fan base or the, or the Washington base. They'll get there fast. So, but, no, it's, no one's bigger or more rabid outside of the SEC than Ohio State fans. So they're going to always be the, the loudest uh, people in the room. And when you have Nebraska screaming and yelling, uh, that makes a lot of this, too. So it's not that people don't care. It's just that the Big Ten just has been – it's been an easier target because they have not been as, as clean as they should be from a PR standpoint. Pete, I'm not 100% convinced that even though the SEC is pl- seemingly plugging along because they put out their uh, TV schedule today, but – Greg Sankey, their commissioner, has been conspicuously quiet for the last week after Alabama's testing and LSU shutting down. Like, what do you make of the SEC and their plans to return? And South Carolina today announcing that over a thousand uh, people over tested pot. Look, anecdotally, I've got family members who are in the SEC who were at school for one week and now they're not at school. Uh, it, it's ugly. It is a bad. Uh, thing for the SEC across the board, and you are a thousand percent right. It just the SEC has not come out and said, "Yeah, we are absolutely all systems go here." You're right. Sankey has been playing this almost perfect. He, from every standpoint, said, "Look, everything is changing on a day by day basis. We don't know every. You know, we're getting new information all the time. We're getting new guidelines, new protocols, new things." We're just going to wait this out. And that's the biggest big, uh, fatal flaw in the Big Ten's model is they were supposed to start up this week. Uh, instead, they should have probably said, you know what, we're going to kick that can down to late September. Let's just, let's just give ourselves a few more weeks to kind of figure things out and make sure uh, we can or can't do this. And look, we probably can't, but let's just give it a few more weeks. Uh, and they chose to pull the plug. That was the most stunning part about all this, where the SEC is saying, we're going to give this a shot. Now, the problem I have with the SEC is by pushing this to start late September, they're packing in 10 games in 11 weeks. That's going to be a problem. There's going to be a logistical nightmare, especially in where the Big Ten had this right, is they put Ohio State, Michigan, in their biggest games early because they figured if they couldn't do this, they had some built-in games later, built-in off weeks later on where they could make it up. Uh, you have Auburn, Alabama coming late in the season, the second to last game. You're you're risking a lot here by playing some of the biggest games at the end here for the SEC. It's 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 going to be crazy. I you know I talked to a buddy uh, when you were talking about ten games, and I just said, "What? Why not six? You know?" And I think I've said that to you, George, as well. Of why not just six and have it every other weekend and and do it that way? But uh, apparently, that's not a good enough option. Are you, are you old enough to remember the old NBA three to make two free throw rule? Yes. Where you get, yeah, that's kind of it. Like we're gonna play, we're gonna have ten to play six. We're gonna go oh. ten games here to kind of play <laughs> oh. six games out there and see what we can get out of that. They just did that in the. Um, 
in the game the other day with the Mavs versus the Clippers where Luka Doncic got fouled and then they called the flagrant foul and he and he got three free throws to he got four free throws to make three because three is the most that you can make at any point in time and then they got the ball out so I get it that's fantastic oh yeah that's kind of what they're doing here it's just let's see what we can get in and look hey South Alabama versus Southern Miss in a couple of days. We're, they're playing college football out there. Uh, let's just see if we can get to the Power Five uh, programs uh, and still keep this thing all going. Oh, amazing stuff. Pete, we appreciate the time. I know it's a crazy day, but I know you love chopping it up. We appreciate it, and we'll do it again soon. Anytime, guys. Have a great one. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. He's the publisher. You can find him on Twitter at Pete Futek. Uh, Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You know what tomorrow is, George? Tell me because I I know what today is. Yeah. Today is the is the first day of the 2022 recruiting cycle. So coaches can officially start to call, text, and uh, DM 2022 recruits. Well, well, tomorrow you can call, text, or or DM John Ramos because it's his birthday. So, all right, happy birthday, John Ramos, tomorrow. John Ramos turning the big 5-1 tomorrow. Any big plans? I know you're not going to be at the uh, Fox Sports Radio Studios, John. I will not. I will not be here tomorrow, so we'll see. It's going to be a day of uh, just some, you know, new stuff, new things. You know, we'll see. We'll see what my wife has planned out. George, what was your major at Oregon? Economics. Okay, good. I'm glad it wasn't history because we are going to put you to the test (laughs) on if these things happened before or after John Ramos was born. John Ramos. Okay, so he's 51. September 2nd, 1969. September 2nd, 1969. I am going to give you events, and you will have to say if it's before or after, and then John will tell you if uh, if you are correct or not or when these events actually happen. So you'll give an answer of saying, uh, l- let's just say this, that uh, George Washington became president. He would say that happened before. John would say that did happen before, and then we'd give you the date. But we're not going to make it that easy. Are you ready to go as we celebrate John Ramos's birthday? Absolutely. All right, Super Bowl three. when Joe Namath and the Jets topped the Baltimore Colts, did that happen before or after John Ramos was born? That happened before John Ramos' birthday. That's John, right, before. There it was, J- January 12th, 1969 was the... Uh, oh, you're playing games. I see that. You're, you're edging <laughs> up on to say, okay... I, I see how you're playing here. Uh, hey, we, we didn't say it was going to be easy. We didn't say it was going to be easy. What about when the Buffalo Bills drafted O.J. Simpson? Was that before or after John Ramos was born? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with before John Ramos's birthday. Yes, it was I'm before. It's the same year, and the NFL draft is before September. So that was a guess. January 28th, 1969 was the day. So same year, but happened before. What about mm. when Arrowhead Stadium opened in Kansas City? Now, this is a callback to our Sunday show when I asked George what were the 
three oldest, two of the three oldest stadiums in the National Football League. Uh, he was surprised that Arrowhead was one of the three. Dude. But uh, was was Arrowhead open before or after John Ramos was born? Dude, I remember this. I will not be fooled. It was 1972 <laughs> that Arrowhead opened. So this is after John Ramos's birth. Yes. Good job, George. The exact date, yes, August I've got, 12th. I've got a mind like a steel trap. <laughs> John, you were, you were uh, three. What do you remember when Arrowhead opened when uh, you were three years old? I remember just uh, drinking a Drinking out of one of those sippy cups, I think, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> giving it, giving a toast to your uh, to your family. All right, George is three for three. Knows his history pretty well. What about the moon landing? Mm. That happened before or after John Ramos was born, or did it happen at all? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that did it happen at all, dude? Uh, I actually had just watched that that movie, the the one with it about it. And I do remember, oh, one one giant leap from, um, oh, I forgot the name of the actual movie, but I know this for a fact. This is before his birthday, not too long bit before, because it was the summer of 1969. That's right. It was happened before. That is the case. I was not there to, to witness that. Sorry. July 20th. <laughs> so, yes, so just about six weeks prior to Ramos entering the world. What about the first game played by the Milwaukee Brewers? Mm. Is that before or after John Ramos was born? Ah, dude, <laughs> I am going to go with ah, baseball starts early. I'm going to go with if after his birthday. After his Good birthday. job, George. It is April, after April 1970. <sighs> oh they, man, that was they a be, tough one. They were the Seattle Pilots in 1969. Then they moved to Milwaukee and played their first game in the spring of 1970. John, what do you remember about those games? Uh, you were uh, six months old <laughs> at that time. Oh, I mean, I just remember a lot of home runs that season. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last one for you. The Immaculate Reception by Franco Ooh. Harris. Ooh, okay. I am going to go with, ah, geez. Okay. I'm going to go with before his birthday because, yeah, it just makes sense because it was in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to go with, before oh, oh this yeah. not this time it was after my birthday yeah, 1972 yeah. december 23rd 1972 franco harris uh breaks the heart of the oh, oakland I raiders that happened in the uh yeah, yes i thought that happened in the 60s <laughs> did did not but hey i'll tell you what yeah great job, job. Yeah, yeah great job 51 years uh, young. Today's last day of 50. Yeah, 50 right. years, 51 years young. John Ramos tomorrow, so you can send uh, his birthday wishes along. We do appreciate, John, all you do, and have a great birthday tomorrow. And we can't wait to have you back at Fox Sports Radio on Thursday. Why, thank so, you very much. So don't be too drunk. That's all we're saying. <laughs> He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Is one of the top running backs in the National Football League now on the trading block. We'll dive into that next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. Had a lot of fun over these uh, last two hours and 45 minutes. We are going to have a little bit more fun, George, as uh, Brian Fenley will join us to give us all the headlines from the day in a segment we like to call... 
the press. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to leave the house and rediscover the road. The first ever Mazda CX-30 is made for people who love to drive. If that's you, then go to MazdaUSA.com to learn more about the entire Mazda CUV lineup and available finance options. Yes, today's show is brought to you by Mazda. Brian Fenley give, uh, brings us... The headlines. What's up, Brian? Hey, Dan. Hey, George. Well, we have heard a lot of conflicting reports around this Alvin Kamara situation. According to NFL Network, Kamara's camp and his agent have said they want to stay in New Orleans Mm. and have not asked for a trade and Mm. that they are not trying to hold out and that they are trying to negotiate a deal and are making progress towards this. Is this a reality, guys? Yeah. I I find it interesting that Josina Anderson had the report that the Saints were open to trading Camara because I don't think that would have been the case a week ago. So uh, something is going on, and I think that they're playing chicken. But when we talked with Frank Schwab, I just – I, I love Alvin Kamara's game, George, but I just if they are hitching their wagon to Taysom Hill as their future quarterback, I just don't know if that, you know, makes it smart to give Kamara a bunch of money when that offense, in my mind, would look entirely different whenever Drew Brees steps aside. Kamara has to prove that he can do it without Mark Ingram there. Last year he regressed albeit he believes that it was because he was only 75%. But still, if you want to get paid, come off of a good season, and holding out is going to only result in either him getting traded or like Melvin Gordon, you walking back in the locker room without a contract. Joe Mixon, guys, sinking up long-term in Cincy. Reports are he is signing a four-year, $48 million contract, keeping him with the Bengals under contract with them for the next five years. Did he deserve this cash? Is this well-honored well and, and well-deserved? Billion dollars. I'm high on the Bengals. I, I don't. I'm not winning the division high on Cincinnati. Um, and obviously, when you win one game, you have nowhere to go but up. Hey, but I think that I think that there's a lot in place on that offense where if maybe you go through some growing pains this season, that you have the ability to uh, be pretty darn good in the NFL in the next couple of years. So I'm all for the mix and extension. I think that Joe Burrow is going to be a very good pro quarterback. A.J. Green is back. Tyler Boyd is off of a couple of thousand-yard seasons. And then you have Jonah Williams, who was the team's first-round pick a year ago, who didn't play all last year. He's back. You make a couple of more moves on that offensive line, I think the Bengals could be very dangerous in future years. So I'm all for Mixon's deal. I love it. And if you're Joe Mixon, then, yeah, you want to go wherever is going to pay you. And the Bengals, they have Joe Joe Burrow. The future feels bright. And most importantly, they like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. stuck with him through a tough situation, through through drafting him. And he's proven that he's one of the best two-way backs in the league. He's a good, well, actually three-way. He's a good pass protector. He yeah. catches the ball out of the backfield really well, and he's dangerous with the ball when you hand it to him as well. He also he finished the year strong, and I think that's what a lot of you know. And we, I know for fantasy purposes, you look at how a guy finishes a year, and he had a really good finish to the season. So you hope that carries over into this year. 
Let's just say, guys, Leonard Fournette, very envious of Joe Mixon because Fournette is now a free agent. He has cleared waivers. He is no longer with the Jags. He is also filing a grievance trying to recoup some of that money that the team voided. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many places are going to have a spot for Leonard Fournette, but I do believe that the Washington football team could use a guy like mm. Leonard Fournette, especially with uh, Darius Geis's release. Adrian Peterson going to carry uh, a bunch of that load. Why not? Uh, why not maybe bring him in and give him an opportunity? I'm going to pick Washington as his landing spot. Uh, I think that that is a very educated guess. I just want to point out the fact that people are uh, blaming Leonard Fournette exclusively for his not being able to stay in Jacksonville. I think that you have to give the Jags a lot of credit as well, because since I was drafted in 2003, only Tyson Alua Lou and Mercedes Lewis have been with the team who were first round draft picks at least five years. That's wow. that includes Byron Leftwich, Reggie Nelson, uh, Blaine Gabbert, Luke Jokel, Justin Blackman, and a whole host of other people as well, including Jalen Ramsey. My goodness, that is a crazy step. You got to put that one out on Twitter. That's that's absurd. Uh, hey, two guys that was no, in the uh, last it, seventeen it, uh, years. Co- correct. Tyson, My- well, it's three. Ty- Tyson Alou, Mercedes Lewis, and Reggie Williams. That's it. That is Whoa. it. <laughs> Oh, man, maybe that's why the Jaguars are the Jaguars. Jeez, that is uh, – that I, I did not realize that. It, crazy stuff. George, let's do it again tomorrow. How about that? Absolutely. Craziness in college football and a birthday for John Ramos tomorrow. We'll all talk about it. Talk to you then. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.